Hello all, welcome to or welcome back to Birding with Alyssa podcast. This is Alyssa speaking. Um, I am recording today from my lab. I'm in between classes and I have a little bit of time. So I, um, yeah, I'm sitting at my desk. It is a beautiful 60 something degree day thanks to climate change. So I'm really enjoying that. And hopefully I'll get to go out and do some bird photography this afternoon after classes are over. I'm probably going to go shoot for sparrows or um, maybe waterfowl. Probably not, though. I'm thinking maybe just look for sparrows, maybe some cardinals. You know, just like easy birds. um, Because I don't think we're really at the point where we're getting any interesting migrants. Um, We do have woodcocks, so that's been super exciting. I just saw a American woodcock the other day at two different parks here in New York, so I was really happy about that. And someone I know saw like 24 American woodcocks over in Brooklyn. That's just absolutely insane. If you didn't know, they're actually my favorite bird. So I'm very, very happy to have them back here, and I'm hoping that later this season I'll get to go and see their mating dance and hear them paint and do all their really cute American woodcock things. They're like literally the best bird ever. Um, My favorite bird used to be the wood thrush because of their song, but I just like realized in my heart of hearts that whenever I saw an American woodcock, I just like, I, it's just the best bird. Like, literally, my heart flutters when I think of them. They're so cute and chunky, and I just love the way they walk, and I love to watch them eat worms, and yeah, I just love everything about them. My second favorite bird is the American Kestrel, because they're also equally as cute, or maybe not. No, no, no. American Woodcock is the cutest. American Kestrel is the second cutest, but it is definitely the cutest falcon, so I'll give it that. And I just love them. They're everywhere here in New York. Surprisingly, you know, they are doing okay in a urban city. Um, normally, kestrels are like a grassland species and they love to eat bugs and small birds. But uh, yeah, here in New York, they've been thriving. So that's great. Great for them. Awesome birds. Yeah, so I hopefully will be taking advantage of this beautiful climate change weather <laughs> later today. Um, but today I just kind of wanted to riff like and talk about like where I am in life in photography and of course in social media because I just I always am talking about social media on here for some reason it's just like something that occupies a big part of my mind like I think I just really love analyzing like society and social media is kind of an extension of that so i'm kind of just like my brain is always turning thinking about how we sort of interact with technology but um last week i did not upload a podcast for whatever reason i just kind of wanted a break and i had been at a point where you know usually i have sort of like at least two podcasts uploaded and scheduled to just like automatically post but I was at the point where I was like recording a few days before I was supposed to upload and I was just getting stressed. And you know when, what do they say? Obligation is the death of creativity. So like 
because I started to feel obligated by my weekly uploads. I think that affected my creativity. Also, I was in sort of like a lull where I didn't really want to be on social media that much. But anyway, I'm here and we're back. And I would say the biggest thing on my mind, aside from just like birds, is honestly my thesis. So it's early March right now. And if you don't know, I am a master's student and I'm studying salt marsh sparrow conservation. And so our field season is starting so soon. It's supposed to start in late April, but between now and then I have to actually go visit the field sites and um, determine like the actual like plot points that I'm going to be visiting. And there's like a whole like sort of reasoning behind why I'm choosing these plot points. Just like I need to get a variety of them in different locations. And like all of these field sites are just very far, you know, they're like not really in the city just because salt marsh barrels are a coastal species and they prefer salt marshes. So I basically have to go visit the ocean, like the salt marsh. Yeah. Um, So that should be fun. I think the most sort of like the thing that's giving me the most pressure though when it comes to my thesis is just the fact that I have to be the one organizing everything and I have to be the one making the decisions and figuring everything out, which totally makes sense for research because that's what you got to do. You know, you got to be the principal investigator and make the choices and you have to back those choices up with other research. So you, you know, I mean, some things can be arbitrary, right? But like, really, I, I... I have to also put a lot of thought into why I'm choosing certain places. And like, yeah, that's coming up soon. Um, So I'm actually really happy that my teaching position here, so I also teach ecology, like recitation and lab. I'm so grateful that they're being pretty flexible with my teaching schedule because we already like planned this in advance where mid-March, I'm going to be taking one of my classes off of my schedule and handing it over to another person who their schedule, like our schedules are opposites basically. Like I could teach until March and they could teach from like March up until the end of the semester. So it really, really worked out. I'm really happy that they were flexible about that. And so a little bit of work is going to be, you know, taken off of my load and so that way I can put a little bit more time into my research and like you know when I physically have to be out in the field it's going to work out for me because now I have my mornings free for the majority of the week and if you know anything about bird surveys bird surveys are usually done at sunrise um and so I need to be there super early (laughs) but you know I'm actually excited about I'm definitely looking forward to it. I just need to get someone with me because if you know anything about New York or really just any kind of remote (laughs) place in general, um, some places can just be a little sketchy. Not to say like these areas are dangerous per se, but like you definitely want to take precautions and have people with you. So I also need to figure out who's coming with me. Like I need a buddy 
when I go out in like pitch darkness and go to my field site and wait till the birds come out. So yeah, we got to figure that one out. I got to figure money situation out. There's a few grants that I have to apply for whose deadlines are coming up in the next two weeks. But anyway, I do not want to belabor this point. I feel like the stress is just like coming on. I don't want to stress you guys out. But yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. Could also be partially the reason why I didn't upload last week. But also, you know, I've just been in a very reflective mood. And, you know, I keep saying this, but I'm definitely in like a transition period. And I feel like a lot of people are too at a similar point where, you know, like a lot of people are just sort of unhappy with the way Instagram is right now, you know, how TikTok has is the number one platform and it's really changed, um, I guess, the way that we see Instagram, but also just like the way that Instagram works on the algorithm level because now that app is trying to compete with TikTok and its creators are not creators as in content creators, but like the little creators of Instagram are like switching things up with the algorithm so that they could like push out reels. And so people's like photography isn't shown as much to their followers, which if you've like taken the time to grow grow a following of people and like people follow you explicitly for your photography, it is like really frustrating on both parts that your photos aren't being shown and then the people who actually follow you don't even get to see your stuff. So totally understand like people's frustrations there. But I also did want to talk a little bit about where I'm at now in social media. And like I think maybe a few podcasts back, I talked about the fact that I post a lot of reels now. And I've been doing some like less photography and instead just, you know, uploading fun short form videos with like music and I do like a mixture of stuff. So I either will post like just montages and short clips of a day in the life of birding and I'll like identify some species and I'll like be like today I saw a red-tailed hawk and stuff like that. And then other times I'll just do like hashtag relatable videos. So I'll be like... (laughs) It's like weird to explain it, but if you go on my account, um, it's literally filled with reels. So you'll see like this stuff where I'm just like posting relatable stuff and then like, you know, montages with music. I don't do dance videos. (laughs) That's the one thing I don't do, but I do have ideas for like stuff that I want to do in the future. But anyway, okay. Why am I posting reels? Like, why am I doing this? Um, So I have been in a reflective mood and I have been in sort of like a mood of like just exploring social media just for the fact that I can express myself in a different way. And I think, it, you know, my life is just sort of a bunch of different circumstances have come to the point where, number one, I am doing a little bit less photography. It is sort of also that point in the season where there's just like less to see. Um... You know, the ducks are leaving and we don't have the warblers yet, but we are getting sparrows, we are getting woodcock, we are getting like some things, but like overall, there's a less abundance in birds in general. So therefore, photography is a bit quieter. You know, I'm not going crazy with the photos. I don't have as much um, to take home at the end of an outing. 
Um, I also have less time to do photography, so I do go out less than I used to. You know, before, and before meaning like probably during the fall and the summer, I would say was when I was going out the most. Um, this winter, I, I really, I really didn't go out that much, but yeah, during the summer and the fall, I would go out four, five times a week, and oftentimes, like, on a good day with good light, like, overcast light and stuff, I'd go out in the afternoon, and then I'd go out again at the sunset, or I'll go out in the morning, and then I'll go out again in the afternoon, so I would go out, like, multiple times a day just to see, like, you know, what pops up, and so I just, that was, like, so, such an amazing time for me. And I got a lot of great, great photos and I still post the photos from the fall because that was a really great photography time for me. Um, yeah, I spent a lot of time doing photography, but now it's definitely much less so. Um, so basically what I'm trying to say is I've been expressing myself through reels and it's just been sort of a coincidence, I guess, that Instagram has been pushing out reels. Um, because funnily enough, I never got the Reels update until like recently, like literally this, I think late fall, like October, November. That's when I finally, finally got the option to post Reels. And granted, I was posting Reels before that, but it was like I had to go through this weird loophole to post them. I couldn't even create Reels on Instagram directly. So it was like this whole thing. And then it wasn't until like I was playing around because I have my personal account, which is not personal anymore because I use it as like a knitting crochet account. Um, so I have that account which had reels and then I had my birding account which doesn't have reels. And I was like clicking between both of them. And I think I hacked the system where like the update finally made its way over to my birding account. And I was like, holy crap, I can finally do this. So um, then I started like making reels off of Instagram, realized I don't like the interface of the reels like like how to create reels off of instagram because it's just very laggy and i'm not really a fan of the trends and uh yeah so i ended up doing like creating reels quote-unquote reels on tiktok and fun fact i've had tiktok since 2019 like before covid when it was like a kid's app and it was embarrassing if like you were like a college-age student and you're using tiktok so yeah i had tiktok back then lost my account and it's still public you can still look it up but i lost my account and then i had to like recreate a new account so anyway i was already familiar with the tiktok app i absolutely love making videos as a matter of fact let me just say this again even before tiktok this is like so I was not a Musical.ly person, but I was a Video Star person. So like Video Star was an app that I think came about like right before TikTok came out. But like people were also using Video Star to edit their stuff and then repost on TikTok and stuff. So like I had Video Star and as a matter of fact, I posted a few videos from my my Video Star onto my Instagram, which I, I archived. No, but they're really funny. I would like make my own little music videos and stuff. And they're like, it's always been my thing to do these short form video creation things. Like I, it's such a fun expression for me. 
Um, and now, sort of in my reflection phase, I think what that means about me specifically, I've learned that I'm sort of like an instant gratification person, right? Like, I like creating things and immediately reaping the rewards and buy it, right? I don't mean rewards by like likes and comments and stuff. I mean rewards by like having a final product. So with photography, that makes sense, right? You take a photo. I mean, granted, you can edit it and stuff, but you take a photo and the product is a photo. It's there. Um, You record a podcast and the product is there. It's a voice recording. You, what else? Live stream and you can, you have a video, right? Whereas in contrast, I really tried YouTube. Like, I really tried. And I think about this daily. Should I go back to YouTube? Because I did it consistently for a few months. Like, every week or every other week. I really liked it. The thing is, it just wasn't instant gratification enough for me. It just wasn't like... Like, you ha- editing takes such a long time. You know? And if you've done YouTube, you know this it can take up to like six seven hours just to edit a 10 minute video and it's fun but it does get exhausting and i can't really like see myself doing that consistently because i just i'm not always in that flow mode of like grinding on content because sometimes i am i i have talked about this in the past where i'm like I love creating and I don't mind spending hours and hours and hours on like creating videos and like making YouTube and stuff like that. <clears throat> Sorry. I do it for for uh, TikTok too, right? I have these moments like literally I have nights where I can create maybe 5 to 7 really good juicy TikToks that I can like post on my Instagram and I know it'll pop off and then there's like nights where like I just can't form a thought and I'm just like doom scrolling and so I have a lot of these ebbs and flows but anyways that's the thing that I learned about me one is that like my energy definitely like I said ebbs and flows but then the other thing is I'm much more of an instant gratification person I like to have the product immediately appear before my eyes so I'm gonna just going to list off the things that I absolutely love in terms of content, right? Photography. Love. Love, 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 love photography. Short form video. So reels, TikToks, that kind of thing. And then live streams. Like, secretly, I love live streams so much to the point where, like, I recently downloaded Twitch a few days ago. And like now I'm looking at, at that as a way where I could post live streams without annoying people. Because <laughs> that's like a live stream platform, right? I just feel like I have my hand dipped into all of these platforms because I have all of these different interests, right? But like live streaming on Twitch is totally different from live streaming on Instagram. Because like even I feel it too. They call this, I think... With the frame of mind of a person depending on like what social media platform you are influences like how you like react and interact with different posts so for instagram right it's mainly a photo app it's mainly like you know reading 
what do you call those like infographic kind of like typeface type of posts um it's for memes it's it's for stories things like that instagram is not a live streaming app so it's like if i see someone that i like and they're live streaming i'll click on it to see what they're doing but like number one if i'm the only person there that's it i'm out i cannot be the only person watching your live stream uh secondly i easily get bored on instagram live streams and i feel like that's the case for the majority of people because like your attention span is just much shorter whereas twitch you're there to watch people in real time gaming or birding or whatever like there's actually a burning group of people that um live stream on twitch which i find is really cool well the other thing too is like i think tiktok is pretty big for live streams as well and for me if i like the person if i follow them i have absolutely no problem like watching a live stream of them for like 30 minutes you know what i mean like i probably check out 30 minutes is probably my cap but like i see people all the time doing like come work with me live streams or like come watch tv while i do my work and like i find myself watching those things for like 10 minutes straight it's just so soothing you know what i mean like and then that's another revelation that i had with social media where it's like i think one of the biggest things that i just strive for in general is for me to fully present myself and who I am on social media, if that makes sense, right? So like, I'm, I think this is kind of like a trend in general, but you know, I think we're all just looking for connection. I think we're all just sort of looking for someone who we can connect to, relate to, communicate with and literally for them just being them them being their own person not being a character or like not like posing for the camera or like being someone they're not for the camera like i connect with people who you like majority i guess might describe as like quote-unquote boring but they just have like the most relaxing energies and vibes about them that i just follow them because i just i love the way they are or i just like fuck with what they talk about so that's like what i'm kind of going for that's why i love live streams like i would love to just go out one of these days and go birding and i've done this before on instagram and i think it's actually really fun but like just go birding and like show people what i see i think that would be really cool and i want to do more of it i want to do more of these just like wholesome relatable just you know what i mean like anyway yeah i mean that's kind of where i'm at with my relationship with social media i do have times where i'm like scrolling a lot and uh, a little bit addicted to my phone but for the most part i've had a very very healthy relationship and i think it's mainly have to do with the fact that i deleted instagram off of my phone And so the only times that I actually have it on my phone are when I'm going to post something or when I'm going live or uh, 
if I'm like, you know, scrolling through my friends to see what they're posting and like commenting and stuff. So, you know, I rarely have the app installed on my phone for longer than an hour. And it's definitely helped with my like mental health and my doom scrolling. And then I think if you're someone that really struggles with social media, um, one thing that I've done that's really helped is replace social media time with like other things. So for me, that's been reading and also listening to podcasts. So um, whenever I get a chance, you know, I just try to read little bits of a book, like a few pages or, you know, read the news or just like, you know, and it takes time, right? It's not going to happen overnight where all of a sudden you just love reading, but I've sort of rekindled my love of reading. And so I can just like open up my Kindle and read a couple of pages in between classes or on the train instead of using my phone (laughs) i really have no idea where this podcast is going um no but i mean yeah i've just been having a really good time definitely my attention span has improved a whole lot since i deleted instagram um oh and then i've also yeah like weirdly enough so like once you increase your attention span you start to be able to be interested by like very simple like just genuinely wholesome really just simple things um i used to be only into reading like fantasy romance books and don't get me wrong those are definitely my favorite books by far still my favorites and i have such a long tbr list of books that i need to read like literally like over 100 books that i need to read um i actually have a goal of 52 books to read this year and i'm already smashing that goal so yeah a lot of fun but anyway like because i've been starting to read i've been into reading like a whole bunch of other stuff too that i used to think was boring like i just uh recently subscribed for uh kindle unlimited so like they had this deal of $30 for six months, and I was like, oh yeah, $30 for six months, unlimited books, 100% yes. Um, so for Amazon, it, well, Kindle Unlimited, you can um, like sign up, like subscribe, and you won't get every book, but you'll get a lot of books, like whatever books are fall underneath the Kindle Unlimited subscription thing. And, like, I found this whole series of really interesting um, paleontology books. And they're each just, like, 70 to 100 pages each. And I'm just, like, breezing through them. They're so fascinating. They'll do, like, the Jurassic period, the Cretaceous. They'll do, like, a bit about, uh, what is it called? Denisovian? Denisovans? Neanderthals? Yeah, like I've been really, really into that kind of stuff. I've also started one that was on the Fermi Paradox, which is on like aliens and the kind of theories behind why we have not been visited as much as we probably expect to. It's just so fascinating. And that's what happens when you increase your attention span. Let me say too, also, birding probably increases your attention span as well. As long as you don't have a phone out and you're like live tweeting or making stories about yourself, you know, for Instagram while you're out birding, which 
like I've stopped doing that I used to want to do that because that's the kind of stuff that I actually really like to watch I love 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 watching people when they're outside in nature doing photography blah 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 but it when you think about it it kind of does detract from the overall experience because the minute you pull out your phone it's like you just cut that connection of being one with nature like I just love the feeling of being quiet and stillness and listening for the birds. And the minute that I want to take my phone out to like record a story on Instagram, it kind of like messes it up. That being said, um, one thing that I found does really help that I, I think you should try if you really do love doing like reels or stories, that type of content. Um, you can just record off of your camera app on your phone, right? Like, you don't necessarily have to open TikTok or Instagram in order to record these things. And then you can do your montages, and then you can, like, edit however you want. And that's, I think, also a biggest take, a bigger takeaway, too, now that I think about it, is a lot of the times, I actually do a lot of my content creation off of the apps themselves. So, like, obviously, you know, with my photography, I totally like cull and edit my photos off of Instagram. I schedule them off of Instagram. Actually, I haven't been scheduling as much lately now because my grid looks kind of horrendous. And so I've just been rocking with it. So I haven't really been putting that much effort into the aesthetics of my grid, but used to. And when I definitely, when I get into more photography later in the season, I'll I'll probably schedule them in advance as well. Cause it is really useful. Like you get to, uh, you get to organize things how however looks good to you while also keeping yourself off the app for as long as possible you know what i mean um and same for tiktok too like a lot of creators who are on tiktok will create their videos in like another app for you know mainly the reason that it's just easier to edit off of the app sometimes just like tiktok may not have all the capabilities but then also like you know, I do think it says something that, oh, I could totally, sorry, I could totally rant on this other thing about how, like, these apps are just constructed to draw you in the minute that you open them, which is why, like, we get into this habit of, like, you know, you open your phone and you open up your app wanting to create content and all of a sudden you just find yourself, like, hours deep into scrolling and so, like, the whole purpose of you opening up the app to create is totally lost because now your brain is just so scrambled to the point where you can't even create anymore another podcast for another time no but yeah so you know it says a lot for these creators who create their videos off of the app and that's that's helped me a lot definitely has helped me a lot the other thing as well that kind of funnels its way into my whole like quote-unquote authentic content like being yourself content you know being who you are not putting up a performance just because you feel like you have to um which i definitely used to feel like i definitely used to feel that i had to be someone that i wasn't so that i could be entertaining and like get more followers or like get people to like me so that they'll like want to be interested in my program and stuff which like it kind of ran its course early on really if i'm being honest like it ran its course so like i stopped being performative but then after that i started like getting overly anxious about um 
like my persona online and so it definitely like if you've been around if you've been around since the winter you know that i took like a whole month off of of social media because i needed that whole reset but now like you know i'm okay with pauses i'm okay with not having the right words in the moment and that kind of stuff is okay because it shows our humanity a little bit wow where was i even going with that no but like it's definitely i said something about like it was funneling its way into that but uh that's how my content is now it's just very free form it's just very like the stuff that i want to talk about in the moment and for better or for worse you know that's just how it is right now like part of me feels like i would love i would love to have more of a strategy and like more of a schedule for things that i want to say but that will just never work for my brain i just know it because another thing is that i actually get very inspired by people that i follow i get very inspired by like the collective dialogue at a moment and sort of people's feelings and i love to riff off of topics that other people have like shared and started and like also add my own input and like of course like i i try to give as much credit to the people who started the conversation in the first place that you know like it it's very i would say it's bold definitely to talk about controversial things so the more that we can band together and the more that we can show support for one another i think it's very good um no but yeah like definitely all of my stuff now is just very unplanned free form unscheduled and instead of trying to conform to an idea that i have set for myself as the standard what i'm doing is learning to be okay with accepting who i am in the moment and still showing up regardless with that i think that's the biggest takeaway then again there was a lot of takeaways from this podcast but what time is it it is 11:30, so i actually have to hop on a call but it was really really nice talking to you all i'm very excited to go out burning later today and uh i hope you all have a great day and thank you so much for listening don't forget to rate and review the podcast please it really helps this out helps me out because i'm actually hoping to like be a little bit more consistent on here anyways thank you all so much have a great day toodles